Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural. I wouldn't want it any other way. Well, everyone knows about your five natural senses, right? You know about sight and smell and taste. Uh, you know that. But did you know that there are supernatural senses in the invisible world? What if you could get insight from God in every one of your spiritual senses. My guest does this, and he says when people listen to him, it's contagious. It rubs off on them. <laughs> Hello, Sid Roth here with Jeremy Nelson, and I'm going to tell you something. I can't think of anything more tragic than someone to develop stage four cancer, not know about God's supernatural healing, and to have a son that's just a young, what, 13 years of age. What happened to your mom? Yeah, well, when I was uh, 13 years old, my mother got breast cancer and, you know, went to the hospital, went to the doctors, went through all the stages of treatment, and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And uh, finally, the doctors told her, you know, there wasn't much that they could do. And uh, at that time, there was an amazing person that came and actually gave my mother a Bible Jesus. and said, hey, you know, um, Jesus heals. You should read this and, and check it out. And so my mother actually ended up reading the Bible. And uh, anyway, she saw that Jesus healed people. And so in her room alone, you know, she just cried out to God. And she Jesus. said, Jesus, if you're really real, you're really real and you heal people, then heal me. And uh, when she said that, she went into an open vision and she saw the hand of God come down out of heaven and touch her. And anyway, she was instantly healed of cancer, went back to the hospital. They couldn't find a trace of cancer anymore. And she became the first believer in our family. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Jeremy. You see something like that, and I don't know how you did it, but then uh, you're, you're about 16 and you steal your father's Corvette. You were yeah. a mischievous young man. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was pretty wild. So, yeah, my parents left. They went out of town. And uh, anyway, it was perfect time for me and my friends to go for a ride. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I took the keys out of my dad's desk. And me and two other guys, we took off in the car. And anyway, I wasn't used to driving a car that powerful. So when I actually went around a corner, uh, went around a bend near my house, I hit the accelerator, spun out of control. And uh, the car flew off the road. And the, the crazy thing was I didn't even have my seatbelt on. And uh, when I flew off the road, we, we flew into a forest. I grew up in Grand Junction, Colorado. And we flew into a whole bunch of trees. And actually, 
Um, I got ejected out of the car. I went through the sunroof, and uh, I remember vividly watching the car fly over me. You heading... weren't as calm as you are right no, now. No, no. <laughs> I, I was watching as I was heading for uh, the ground, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, five flashes of light, just brilliant light, went boom, 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 boom. And all of a sudden, nothing happened to me. I was perfectly fine, and I knew that I knew that they were angels that had protected me. But you still didn't. You, <laughs> he, he goes to college, he starts drinking, drugs, you know, you know the whole nine yards. Uh, but he comes home his junior year, uh, and he's in his room alone. And what happened? Well, uh, what had happened is I, I came home from college just a break, and at that time I hit rock bottom. You know, I was tired of drinking and, and doing drugs, and I wanted to be a better person. And uh, so I ended up going to church with my mother. And after church, I ended up in my room by myself. And uh, I'd made a decision that day that I wanted to follow Jesus. And so I, I had a conversation with God. I didn't know how to get saved. No one led me to the Lord. So I just kind of looked up at the ceiling and I said, hey, God, this is how it's going to be. I said, I'm going to give my life to you. But as hard as I ran into the, the darkness, I'm going to run into the light. And I said, I don't know what it means fully, but I want to give you my heart. I want to give you my life. And I said, God, I don't want to be like those hypocrites, though that I see all the time that they say they love you, they say they give you their life, but then they live a lifestyle that looks just like the world. I said, Lord, I'm either all in or all out, and today I commit my life to you. And that was what I said. I didn't feel anything, no goosebumps, no tickles. And uh, So what happened to your alcoholism, your drug addiction? Well, the next day, I actually woke up and uh, I was on fire. You know, I didn't feel anything when I prayed. What do you mean on fire? I mean, I, I couldn't stop reading the Bible. I couldn't stop praising. I couldn't stop worshiping. Uh, you know, I never touched um, drugs or alcohol again. Instantly delivered from all of it. And, uh, you know, it was just a, a supernatural encounter with Jesus that set me free. Well, and then you went to a meeting, which uh, I heard about, uh, I believe Lou Engel, it's called A Call, out in San Francisco. Heidi Baker is speaking. And you had an encounter with God. What happened? So I go to the prayer meeting, and it's a stadium full of people. And when we get there, I mean, it was amazing. I'd never been in any kind of an environment like this. I'd only been saved a month, and people were crying out to God. They were repenting, you know, of, of things that they had done. And I felt the Holy Spirit come on me and for one of the first times. And this woman, Heidi Baker, gets up, and, and she starts to do her segment of, of the program, and, and she starts declaring that God wants to release a baptism of, of boldness and a baptism of fire. And she said that she felt there was a wind from heaven that was going to come, just like on the day of Pentecost, and that that wind was going to release a baptism. And so she said to everybody in the, the whole stadium, if you want this, get down on your knees right now and ask God for it. And so we all got down on our knees. And I'm telling you, I just started to cry out to God, just like everybody else. And she actually started saying in the microphone over and over again, blow, Holy Spirit, blow. And as she did, it was amazing because there was no wind whatsoever in the stadium. And by the time she got to about the 30th or 40th time of saying, blow Holy Spirit, the winds had picked up so heavily that trash was blowing everywhere around. And some people, I mean, it, it was, you, you could see the look on their faces. They were shocked as this wind was blowing and people's hair was getting messed up. And, and all of a sudden, people all over the place began to go into encounters with God, and me included.
what happened to you? Yeah, well, for me, what happened is I, I just was overwhelmed with the, the joy of God and with the fire of God. I, I felt like my whole body was on fire. That's the best way I could describe it. And, uh, and what was amazing about it, Sid, was that it didn't just last that one day, but it actually lasted three days. How would you like to be on fire for three days? The fire of God. How would you like that? I, I'll tell you what. I would like that. I know you would like that. How would you like to have your spiritual senses activated? Oh, I, I mean, he, Jeremy has had so many experiences, but better than that, when he speaks, you get activated. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Our world is rife with comparisons about what separates us. Day after day, we go about our lives with tunnel vision. But Scripture tells us how Messiah broke down the wall between Jew and Gentile, allowing for the creation of one new man, one new humanity. This spiritual completeness is set to usher in the greatest move toward God the world has ever known. Sid Roth has discovered Scripture's key to reaching the Jewish people with God's love. One New Humanity opens the door for God to move in signs and wonders, and all will see the evidence of the invisible God promised in Scripture. At SidRoth.org, you'll find mentoring tools to empower you to share how One New Humanity is critical to bringing multitudes to know God. You'll understand Israel and the Jewish roots of the church and how all the nations of the earth will experience blessings unseen in human history. Log on to SidRoth.org today and learn how one new man is the key to unlocking God's greatest blessings. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Jeremy Nelson uh, in Jeremy. Uh, I am just overwhelmed with how the gifts of the Spirit operate in your life. But you started seeing miracles, but yet there was something deep, deep within him that said there must be something more. And he actually, even though he saw more than most Bible believers see, he was frustrated. Yeah. And he hooked up with a man by the name of Bobby Connor. And Bobby Connor started mentoring him, and he would tell him stories of things that happened to him. For instance, uh, tell me, uh, tell me one of the wilder stories Bobby told you. Yeah, well, I remember, you know, one of the first times uh, that I, I met Bobby, he walked up to me in a conference and said, "Hey, boy, how'd you like to travel the world with me? God says you're one of my sons." And, so as he invited me to do that, you know, I, I started going places. One of the first places was uh, uh, we went to Europe, and we were there together, and, and we were in Holland, and as we were hanging out, uh, he told me this story. And, I mean, it just, like, provoked me to what I would say uh, holy jealousy. And, um, you know, he, he started to tell me about a time that he had a dream, and he was asleep at home in his, his home in, in Texas. And, Anyway, in the dream, he actually was in Peru, and he was preaching the gospel from this massive stage. Uh, he was doing a healing campaign, and uh, he gave the altar call. Many people got saved, many people got healed. And then uh, after the campaign was over, the Peruvian people put him on a big llama, and they said, 
all right, we're going to take you down to the, to the city and, and feed you. And so they went down. But in this dream, the llama actually tripped because Bobby was too big for the llama. I can picture that. And, uh, <laughs> and so the llama tripped and slid down the hill, and Bobby slid down with it. And uh, anyway, he said that as that happened, he woke up screaming. And when he woke up screaming, he woke his wife up, and she screamed too. What's going on? And he said, oh, I was just in a dream. And so anyway, the, then at the, the beginning of the day, when he woke up later, he went back to sleep after that. Uh, he went to go get ready for his day, and he noticed that at the foot of his bed was the same clothes in the dream that he was wearing, and they were covered with llama hair and with dirt. Now, that is supernatural. <laughs> it really is. But this is what occurred, as you've explained it to me. Every time he would hear these testimonies, something would happen inside of him, and his faith would become activated to expect these things. And in fact, he gets on an airplane, uh, and what happened? Well, what, what happened is, you know, after I heard many of those testimonies, like I just shared the one with you, you know, Bobby told me something. He said, hey, Jeremy, he goes, do you want to know why I keep telling you these testimonies? I said, why is that? And he said, it's not because I want you to think I'm more spiritual than you, but it's because I'm giving you the keys to enter into the encounters yourself. He said, the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. And he said, the reason why I tell you the testimonies is because it actually opens it up for you. And he said, if you'll think about the things of God and talk about the things of God, Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, set your mind and affections on things above. He said, if you set your mind there, then you'll have the things that are above in your life. And so he challenged me, he said, I challenge you to talk about God and watch what happens. And so me and my friend are flying from New Jersey uh, back to Vancouver, where I was living at the time. And as we're flying back, we're just talking about God stories. You know, we're telling testimonies of miracles and dreams and visions and encounters. And, and, and at that time, I was telling mainly Bobby's because I was just with him. Right. And so we get to Vancouver, and my brother Josh picks us up in my car from the airport. We get in the car, and we begin to drive. And so we're so excited about the testimonies, we start telling him about the testimonies. Then all of a sudden, my friend Craig, who's in the back of the car, back seat, starts screaming, oh, ah, what's, going on? what's going on? We're, we're in, Mississippi. in Mississippi. And I'm thinking, what? And what? I, yeah. <laughs> so I look back at him, and I look forward. And you know, we were driving down the Vancouver Highway. Well, all of a sudden, we're not on the Vancouver Highway anymore, Sid. We were on a normal street, there were street lights. We looked to the left, there's a guy mowing the lawn. And my friend in the back screams, I know, I know that, that man, I know I that know man, that I went guy. to high school with him. I this is my hometown and, and my brother's driving the car and he just looks stunned. He's like, <laughs> he's trying to figure out what's going on. And so all of a sudden I look now, back. How many miles away was this from where you were? 2,700 miles. Did you get that? He's all of a sudden transported 2,700 miles. Miles. Yep. We don't have to worry about gas prices going up with, <laughs> with that type of supernatural travel. Yeah, and you don't even have to have a current passport. <laughs> okay, so so he freaks out by yeah. what he's seeing. So he, he's freaking out, and to be honest, I'm freaking out. Everybody's... I'm freaking out. <laughs> How about you? And so, so I look back at him again, and when I look back again, we're right back on the Vancouver Highway. And so it was amazing because, you know, we knew that we were somewhere else, and we knew where we started from, and then we're back there. So my friend calls the guy on the cell phone that was mowing the lawn, and he says, hey, were you mowing the lawn just now? And the guy tells him, man, I knew you're prophetic, but you're scaring me now. Okay, then a major, major encounter happens 
to Jeremy in Scotland. What happened? Yeah, I was in Thank Scotland, you and uh, you know, Thank you. as I was praying, I was just in a time of prayer and, and worship, and all of a sudden I had a face-to-face -face encounter with Jesus. And uh, when I say face-to-face, -face, this is probably the only time I've ever had this. It was like Jesus appeared to me as a person. It was real. And uh, and, and he comes up to me, and Jesus was wearing a, a white robe with a blue sash, and, and he walks up to me. He had Israeli colors on, yeah. by the way. Just want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and he walks up to me, looks me right in the eyes, and he pulls the sash back, the blue sash, and there's his heart. And his heart was on fire. It was burning. And he takes his right hand, and he touches my head, and he prays for me. And as he prays for me, it's like fire goes through my entire being and all of my spiritual senses were heightened, they were activated. And, uh, and from that moment on, there, there had been a real impartation of activation of all the spiritual senses, both for myself and also in meetings or places that we speak, people get activated. I'm sensing such a presence of God right now. As a matter of fact, someone's neck was just healed in Yeshua's name. But when we come back, I believe that your spiritual senses are going to be activated. Don't go away. Get ready to receive your breakthrough, your miracle, your healing. Stay tuned as Jeremy teaches you how to activate your five senses to be instruments of the supernatural. We'll be right back with more in just one moment. Call now and get Jeremy Nelson's course on activating your five spiritual senses. It includes his anointed book and DVD plus two audio CDs. The entire course is yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9161. Jeremy's course will help you activate your five senses as instruments of the supernatural. Learn key principles to have encounters with God every day. Receive your breakthrough, your miracle, your healing. Jeremy Nelson's anointed DVD will help you activate your five senses. Get launched into the supernatural realm as he prays powerful prayers of impartation over you. Through his two audio CD teachings, Angels Amongst Us and Dreams and Visions, you will understand the roles and functions of angels, activate angels to partner with you in ministry, understand spiritual dreams and visions, receive new direction and revelation through your dreams. We've had many testimonies of people that have never dreamed before at night that are receiving three and four dreams a night and people that in the middle of the teachings have seen angels for the first time. Don't miss out on getting Jeremy Nelson's course on activating your five spiritual senses. It includes his anointed book and DVD plus two audio CDs. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9161. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify offer number 9161 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. You know, serving God is fun. Jeremy, would you say serving God is fun? Oh, it's amazing. Now, I'm curious. Are you seeing any angelic activity going on here right now? You know, Sid, I, I actually have been seeing an, an angel in the spirit, and I believe it's actually for somebody who's, uh, who's watching online right now. And um, I, I saw an angel laying hands on someone, and I saw a tumor dissolving. 
and uh, specifically in the stomach area. And so if that's you and you're, you're watching right now, just put your hand on your stomach and, and just receive your miracle right now. I believe that God has sent an angel on assignment to release that over you right now. Uh, and, and, and I heard uh, someone's back was healed and someone's wrist was healed now in Yeshua's name. Now, uh, the Bible talks about different types of angels. Just briefly, what is the difference between a seraphim and a cherubim? A seraphim and a cherubim. Well, you find, uh, if, you, if you look in the Bible, it tells us everything we need to know about the angelic realm. And so I think really there's no excuses for not understanding that realm if we understand what the Word says. So the seraphim angels are angels of fire, and they're they're just like in you know Isaiah six. Isaiah has an encounter with uh, with the Lord, where he sees the train of his temple fill the house, and uh, a seraphim angel comes, flies to him with a coal of fire in his mouth, and touches his mouth, and and instantly his sin, his shame is purged, it's removed, and and then all of a sudden he hears the voice of the Lord give him a commission and a calling, and so seraphim angels. The word seraphim actually means fiery ones, and what they are is they're angels that bring the purity and the holiness of God. Malachi chapter 3 says that God's fire is like a refiner's fire, a launder's soap, and it comes to purify or to cleanse. And so we've been in meetings many times where we're preaching, and I see in the spirit the seraphim angels. And I'll see them as, as fiery beings, or sometimes I'll actually see them like Isaiah, where they've got coals of fire. And uh, when I see that, I know what to preach on. I know what to share. And I also know what God wants to release in the atmosphere of the meetings that we're in. And uh, a lot of times that's to deliver people from sickness, uh, from bondages, from um, attacks of the enemy, uh, whether it would be addictions or pornography. But, but those angels come to bring purity, and, and God sends them from the throne to remove the things that hinder people from knowing God more. Now, well, now, what about the cherubim? What do they do? The cherubim angels, well, those are, those are angels that usher in the, the glory presence of God. And, uh, you know, in Ezekiel chapter 10, verse 4, you'll see that there's a, a cherubim angels that are releasing what the Bible says is the brilliant brightness of God's glory, and it's filling the house and uh, I believe these are the angels that release signs and wonders. You know, we've seen many signs and wonders in meetings that we've been in. And uh, when, when those angels come, there's always a special anointing of God's presence that comes to heal, to deliver, to set people free. But also there's signs that happen that make people wonder about God. Now, tell me when it was activated sound, uh, you heard something hit the ground. Tell me about Yeah, that. I was in a meeting. Uh, in, in Canada one time and I was on the front row and I was praying and I was asking God, Lord, what are what you, are you gonna going do to do in the, in, in the meeting tonight? And I heard the sound of something fall and hit the ground. It, it sounded just just like that. And I said, God, what was that? And the, the, the Lord said to me, Jeremy, that's a gemstone and I'm gonna send it into the meeting tonight to, to build people's faith. And so I leaned over to the pastor that I was with and I, I said, hey, I know this sounds strange, but I just heard the sound of a gemstone fall in the spirit, and I felt like God said one is going to come tonight. And, and when I told him that, he looked at me and he said, that's definitely different, but I'll agree with you. And so he agreed with me in prayer. We said, Lord, whatever you want to release, we receive it. And uh, it was amazing. That night, there was a, there, there a three-carat gemstone that fell. A woman found it. 
Um, and she actually took it to uh, gemologists, a few of them actually, and they, they appraised it, they looked at it. They said it was one of the most perfect gemstones they'd ever seen. And, and it, was, it was a diamond. Jeremy, it's time for you to pray. Yeah, so Lord, we just pray right now, God, that you would release just your anointing, Lord. Lord, we, we pray for the activation of people's senses, Lord God. Lord, to see in the spirit, to hear, to feel, to, to know, Lord, to taste, to touch. Lord, we pray right now for, for supernatural encounters that will mark people's lives, even like Isaiah had, Lord God, where the fire of God would come and commission a generation to walk in purity and holiness and power and faith. And, and Lord, we just release right now um, just an anointing of signs and wonders and miracles, God, that people's lives will be transformed and, and radically changed in Jesus' name. And I saw a vision just now as Jeremy was praying. Uh, anything you need from the shoulder down your arm, there's healing going on right now. What are you seeing right now, Jeremy? Yeah, you know, right now I, I feel like uh, there's several people with discs in the back that um, they're either crushed or they're degenerated. I, I feel like God is releasing an anointing right now to uh, recreate those discs. So if that's you, just stand up right now as you're viewing and, and watch as, as God heals that. And I also feel um, that there's, there's someone right now, their right ear, uh, some sort of a damage to it because of an accident in a car. God is restoring your hearing now in Jesus' name. And I, I'm seeing actually metal that is in bodies, it's turning to bone. You won't have problems when you go into airports anymore. And what I'm also seeing right now is it's time for you to throw out your religion and your tradition and achieve the purpose of religion and tradition, intimacy with God. The only way you're going to have intimacy with God is for you to repent of your sins. Without holiness, you will not see God. And to believe the blood of Jesus has washed away your sins and ask him out loud, Jesus, become my Lord. Come inside of me. I want to know you. I love you, Lord. Get ready to receive your breakthrough, your miracle, your healing, as Jeremy teaches you how to activate your five senses to be instruments of the supernatural. We'll be right back with more in just one moment. Call now and get Jeremy Nelson's course on activating your five spiritual senses. It includes his anointed book and DVD plus two audio CDs. The entire course is yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9161. Jeremy's course will help you activate your five senses as instruments of the supernatural. Learn key principles to have encounters with God every day. Receive your breakthrough, your miracle, your healing. Jeremy Nelson's anointed DVD will help you activate your five senses. Get launched into the supernatural realm as he prays powerful prayers of impartation over you. Through his two audio CD teachings, Angels Amongst Us and Dreams and Visions, you will understand the roles and functions of angels. Activate angels to partner with you in ministry. Understand spiritual dreams and visions. Receive new direction and revelation through your dreams. We've had many testimonies of people that have never dreamed before at night that are receiving three and four dreams a night. And people that in the middle of the teachings 
have seen angels for the first time. Don't miss out on getting Jeremy Nelson's course on activating your five spiritual senses. It includes his anointed book and DVD plus two audio CDs. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9161. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify offer number 9161 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. What if there is a modern day psalmist who has learned how to worship God that has been under the new covenant glory for 10 years, 24 seven. Could you imagine what would happen when this man worships? You won't have to imagine long. We're about ready to meet him.